The Podcast Show. Giving ideas a voice. Hi, welcome to the podcast show where we feature the best in upcoming podcasters here in Asia. I am Shida Osman and I am joined today by Shafiq, one third of the Last King podcast. Hi Shafiq, how are you? I didn't laugh at all, but you're giggling right now. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's how my presence, doing? it's my ability to just make people giggle. <laughs> it is. I'm yes, just... I love that introduction. Best. Yes, best is how I would describe myself. <laughs> We were talking about this uh, beforehand. So, one third of, I think, one third of the Last King podcast. There is three of us, and I represent one significant third, I guess, yeah. That what? would be a proper fractional description of but, our show. Uh, for the listeners who do not know the Last King podcast, there's three of them. There's Shafiq, who I'm speaking to right now. There is, correct uh-huh. me if I'm wrong, Shafiq, there's Tom and Mr. Toffee. Eccentric Tom, sorry. Such stupid names. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Mr. Toffee. Wait, before we go into um, the story behind the Last King podcast, they have nicknames. Is he yours? From what I found out from my research, your name is Dr. Shafiq back then. Is that right? Okay, that was a running joke because of Dr. Strange. Hmm. And then I remember, like, we have nicknames. And I thought, like, what would be the most uh, useless nickname ever? Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, like, well, when you think of like doctor, you don't think of like a medical professional. You think of Dr. Dre, Dr. Pepper, and like Dr. Mahate. Like that doctor doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that is actually very yeah, that is actually very true. I didn't think of it that way. I the first thing that I thought when I hear when I heard doctor was Doctor Strange. That's right. But yeah. Dr. Pepper. Yeah, that's yeah. actually quite true now that I have it in my head. It's like such a like highly regarded and established like moniker like you know like it's more important than mister like you know when you fill out your job application and you, you put sh- doctor in front of everything you should change it to sir yeah so uh, you know what i mean but it's like it's so meaningless <laughs> doctor <laughs> formalities i mean like even like bugs bunny would refer to every idiot as what's up doc <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so i thought so it's like it's part of my persona where it's like I represent a false intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. You guys you guys are really intelligent in the podcast itself. I mean, let's run through the listeners about what the Last King podcast is about. Mostly, correct me if I'm wrong, I heard most of the movie reviews there, but you guys talk about video games as well, right? That's actually the original intent of the show. We were a video game podcast. And we have this running joke constantly where because they don't release video games as often as movies. Very true. Where we'll constantly mention like, we used to be a video game podcast. <laughs> now we're talking about like, you know, lousy comic book superhero movies. But you guys first started off with uh, the topics of video games? Uh, yeah, I think we have this unaired pilot that exists somewhere in a hard drive that we will never release. <laughs> where it's like, you know how you, your your first episode is your best and worst episode? Very, very true. I agree. Yeah. It's like you're very proud of it, but you don't want to share it with people. It's like, oh man, what, what the hell was I talking about? No, but that's the thing because along the years as you listen to it back, I don't know, I think it's a natural phenomenon between like, you know, if you listen back to the, your first production, you'll be like, eh, I think this can be better. Dude, I am totally embarrassed. Like, we have technically three seasons of shows. And, mm. like, the first two seasons to me are just like, yeah, I'm never ever going to listen to this ever again. <laughs> what was I saying? What was I saying? Yeah. I, like, I thought I sounded cool. And like, now you listen like, oh, God, shut yeah, up. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, 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 could, I concur. Which is very true. Wait, you guys started 
um, in the year 2016. Yeah. How many anniversaries was there? Have you guys celebrated? Three anniversaries. We, we have an anniversary episode where we take it upon ourselves to talk about everything except what the podcast description is. Mm, I know. I realized that I was listening to it a couple of nights ago. I was like, wait, this is not about movies. No. Oh, wait, what was Tom talking about? He was talking about Sri Lanka, like the most yeah, yeah, random yeah, yeah. thing. It's like, what has this got to do with anything? And how can you make this interesting? <laughs> No, but it's so it's so nice in comparison to having a monologue podcast. That's why I pertaining to that. Can I just ask you whether I know there's three members in the Last King podcast, but have you guys ever hosted without like any of the members? Yes, we have. Um, I mean, there are times like most recently, Tom went to get himself married, mm. so he was unavailable for a bit. <laughs> so it's just like me and uh, Mr. Toffee. Mm. Can I just call him John? Can, can we use our real names? Yeah, sure. That should be better, right? <laughs> it's so weird for me to say it on the show because every time I say it to him, it's like that is the most ridiculous thing when you have to call a guy you know by their nickname. <laughs> He's <laughs> like Mr. Toffee. Yeah, like, and it's such a dumb nickname, Mr. Toffee. <laughs> What does that mean? You're salty and sweet no. and sticky all over. No. no, but it's it's nice to come out with nicknames, I think, so that... I don't know. Why did you guys come out with nicknames, by the way? Like, all Actually, of you. Like No, that's their Twitter handles or whatever. Oh, I get it now. And I think because, like, it's such a thing of our era where it's like, we have to always be up to date with the social medias. Mm. So it's like... If you would just, like, you know, refer to yourself by your social media name and, like... Yeah, I, I don't care about social media. I'll just be myself. True. I agree with you. So, um, I was doing my research. Once again, correct me if I'm wrong. I was doing my research and I realized that you guys, you were saying that um, the last game podcast was on the iTunes podcast category page, on the front yes! page of it. Was Our it true? proudest moment ever is I when we were on the very well. landing but... page of iTunes. And the first thing we thought was, Why? <laughs> But how did that happen? Like, let's... we have no idea. <laughs> really? It was basically like the the magical fairies that iTunes decided to give us this one opportunity. It's like, okay, you assholes are gonna be on the front page. <laughs> <laughs> Do something with it, and then. But the, that's also the strange thing is like it was around the same time we discovered our analytics, and mm. we were like, oh my god, we're like huge in Vietnam. Really. <laughs> Yeah, we have uh, like a large percentage of our listeners are outside of our region of Singapore. How did that happen? It's like Indonesia, Vietnam. I have no idea how it happened. It's basically um, like for me, I think I attribute it to SEO maybe. Like we just put clever things like we're from Asia and we talk about stuff. And I think maybe we kind of were lucky to fill a void because when you think of pop culture podcasts hmm. that's based in Asia, how many can you come up with the top of your head? To be really honest, with the mm, Last King podcast is one. Um, and the thing is, like, we were at the time thought, like, are we peerless in this? Are we the? Are, did we just monopolize ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> but when yeah. you talk about SEOs, meaning you say that did you like change anything with Google or your website itself? Nope. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Nothing at all. We just basically put it out there and hey. Turns out people are actually latching onto us. So it's like a real grassroots kind of vibe. Mm. Like, so we owe it to our fans out there <laughs> to just keep doing this, I guess. That's so awesome. Because, like I was saying, I was doing my research and I saw that I was like, how do you guys do it? But you guys are using SoundCloud as the main platform, right? 
Actually, we're available on several platforms. Uh, you can uh, well. check us out on uh, iTunes, uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, <laughs> on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. We're everywhere on Castbox, whatever. You, like, even those weird kind of third-party podcast apps, like we also pop up there, mm. and we're surprised because, like, how do we get on that? <laughs> it's oh. like is our RSS so bad that it's just so easy to just steal our episodes and put it on some random website somewhere? But it's very interesting to find out how you guys do that. That's it. I'm going to do more research. <laughs> yeah, we need to do more research. This is like, you know, stop stealing our our content. <laughs> no, why not? Speaking of that, um, have you guys? I realize that you okay. There's three of you, but have you guys ever had guests on the show? We have had a few. Yeah, uh, we've had in the early days. We had Mikhail, who was from the Power Nine podcast, and like, if you want to talk about super nerdy, very niche podcast they were a magic the gathering podcast that existed in singapore for a hot second mm. the one <laughs> with it- um i think the one with what's his name oh the one from economical various podcast is that it is that the one that you're talking about the one where you guys no, no, no. that's another guy oh, he, okay. he, I've, I've met him and he's he's a, he's a cool dude i really like uh, him but i mean we've also had hids from the hard hids wrestling podcast mm, mm. Who also is one of uh, they also have another podcast, the Genre Equality, which I think is our rival because they also do pop culture, but they do it as a monthly thing. This is Singapore based, right? They're Singapore based, yeah. See, for the listeners out there, even no, this is like news to me as well because there's oh. only so much that I know about. You guys um, should check out Genre Equality. They're they're like us, but not as good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hey, I, I would, the, stat, I would. the analytics proves it. The stats are there. Okay. Vietnam, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but no, but it's it's good. I think if you have not competitors, but I think if you have someone who is doing something similar to you, it makes you up your game in a way. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's nice to have a Pepsi to every Coca-Cola, I guess. Oh my god, we're doing the comparisons right now. <laughs> nah, I think it's like. Uh, oh man, I don't reveal it here. Maybe I should. It's like my, my dream is to start like a like a WWE style podcast thing where we're just super competitive with each other and we just try to trash each other. <laughs> but we do have a wrestling podcast in Singapore. Yes, the Hard Hits. Yeah, yeah I think there's another one, right? Yeah. No, I don't know if there's another one, but I know Hits from Hard Hits is also the same Hits from Genre Equality. Ah, I'm going to check it out. So listeners, he is like double podcasting well. right oh, now. Oh, he's double podcasting. Hmm. He's got two shows. And the thing is, like, yeah, you're watering down your brand, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stay consistent. Have the one show <laughs> and just appear as a guest everywhere else. <laughs> it's interesting. News to me. I should check them out as well. Um, when you guys were starting the last King, back to your podcast, when you guys were starting the last King podcast, were there any difficulties when you started off? Oh, of course, technical difficulties. <laughs> was that the worst? Or was there like, is there like a marketing trouble or, you know, branding trouble? The thing is, is um, when it came to the marketing and branding, we never had that at all as uh, like a priority. To us, it was more along the lines of like what we still struggle with to this day is having a continuous content mm. and being as well versed about the topics as possible and the thing is because you're a weekly show is like and it's, especially if you're going to do something like if you're going to do an episode on Tarantino movies it's like we've got to watch nine movies <laughs> which I'm going to ask you a question later on that Quentin Tarantino okay <laughs> go on right. sorry 
No, but also at the same time, it's like, um, and the thing is, the struggle is also with your daily life because this is not something we do full time. This yeah. is, and and I think that's what's important about like the last king is because I really want to kind of uh, maintain that amateur vibe. Like we're not professionals. Mm. We're not out there. We're not trying to sell product or sell ads. We're just gonna. Like, it's just three guys talking. Yeah. You know, it's like, and for me, that's super important that it stays as conversational as possible. No, I agree with you as well. But, it's, yeah. but most of your content are well-researched. Like, you guys know your stuff when you're talking about movies. Especially. When you have three nerds sit down. <laughs> <laughs> no, and music as well. You guys interlace it with... There's some parts that I listen to it and there is music as well where you guys talk about, like, you know, like you guys are music nerds, which is interesting in the middle mm-hmm. of a movie-based yeah. podcast. <laughs> I mean, I think one thing that we're very proud of is the fact that we can tangent to any topic and like we do it kind of seamlessly because it's like, I don't know, um, for us, there's such a wealth of topics that we want to kind of tackle. Mm. And then the thing is, like the challenge every episode is how do we maintain it within the framework of a show? Mm. And then like, you have to have an obvious beginning. Like we always have this, it's not really like a template, but we start with a ramble. It's like for five minutes, just whatever's in your head to warm up before you actually start the topic. And when you start the topic, you have to always maintain that, um, how you say, like always you have to, have to pocket stuff in your brain, like things you want to bring up and then you might have to bring it up knowledge. later because you have to like wait for other guys to finish talking and it's like, oh yeah, here's another thing I want to talk about. So, I mean, that's how we basically do things. It's just, uh, we try our best to come from like not just our experiences, but mm. also from our like realms of expertise, more or less. You guys are smart, man. You guys are versatile. From what, I've heard. <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? <laughs> We're also good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Buying airtime, I see. Anyways, um, what do you think of the podcast market in Asia? If you want to speak about. Singapore, like I said, it was news to me as well when you told me about genre equality. That was very new to me. But I mean, being like a seasoned podcaster, um, season, <laughs> season. I think it's like you guys. It's three years now, right? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Three years, and we're not getting better. <laughs> you guys are. <laughs> um, three, yeah, three years. It's considered season. I can. I think. Yeah, season enough. But what do you think are the gaps in the podcast market in Asia? Because if we think about it in comparison to America and UK, it's so huge there. But mm. what do you think may be the problem? So like, we have a theory about that. It's because, like, say, for example, somewhere like Singapore, mm. we do not have commute culture. Mm. Oh, Whereas true. if you think about countries like America, Europe, and then even also in like regards to our own podcast, like why we're so successful, we think, in places like Vietnam, like in uh, Indonesia, is because they have commute culture because of traffic jams. Mm. So okay. it's like, I think, yeah, so it's like if you're stuck in your car and you have like no mood to listen to the radio, but you just want to hear a human voice talking about something, which is why like, I mean, we are definitely the stepchild of like stuff like talk radio. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Where you want to hear something conversational that you can passively enjoy. And like, like say for a place like Singapore, why I don't think podcasting in Singapore is that big a deal mm. is that it's half an hour from any location. And even if you're there on the hour, you don't really want to just listen to a podcast. I do. I mean, some do, but it's like, I mean, if you step in an MRT and you look around, most of the people are either looking at Instagram or playing Candy Crush. Yeah, but do you think it has got anything to do with the digital transformation that is, you know, like evolving in Singapore itself? Like, 
are our citizens are our citizens equipped with enough digital information for them to actually evolve instead of just going on social media do you think it has got anything to do with that because I, I agree with you that when I commute as well every day on the train and I see people just looking through Instagram and Facebook but not saying that podcast is actually it is productive I think it's much personally I think it's much more productive than just viewing Instagram and Facebook but mm. Do you think it has got anything with the lack of digital transformation? I don't think so because the thing is the technology is evident. It's in their hands right now. And maybe it's also just culture. Like maybe it's not within the culture in Singapore to listen to somebody talk as you're on the train. Because I think there's also a sense of like um, self-gratification. It's mm. like you want to listen to some guy talk or do you want to see how many likes you got on your Instagram? Yeah, it's actually it could be a bit of that too. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually quite a good uh, explanation. But do you guys have ads on your podcast? Nope, ad free since day one. Ad free, right? Yeah, that was what I thought as well. Do you are you guys looking into evolving with ads and sponsorships? Thing is, we've been approached by a few companies to have their stuff like you know promoted on the show and then like and then I just like for me it's a pet peeve like when you listen to a podcast and then you realize in the opening is like oh this is paid for by somebody mm. like I don't know I mean like it's something that the three of us are still kind of struggling with in like how do we monetize this but more importantly if we do promote other people's stuff like mm. how do we maintain that like relationship not just that, it's like we don't want any conflict of interest. Like if a video game company approaches us and then they say, you have to say something nice about the video game and we actually hate it. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like I, I don't want to do that because I think one rule that we have that we set out like uh, is we, we don't sell out. The authenticity of the of the yeah. I mean, if you're a hardcore nerd, you 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 don't. There's nothing worse than hearing a nerd sell out because it's like you can tell immediately that this guy has got money in his pocket. And it's like yeah, I can't. I, I then you lose that that trust that you built with your audience. Yeah, it's a whole. It's the whole um, negative stigma that is attached mm. to money itself. Yeah, I mean, it's like like this was brought to you by this, and it's like, of course, I'm gonna say something nice about it. And it's like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, but I do understand the importance of monetization and mm. how it can actually not only build up the brand but also allow you to maybe reach a bigger market. Because like, wait, wait, when more money comes in, then you can invest more in like other things. Mm. Uh, but I think right now we have this very punk rock aesthetic. Like we're just doing it ourselves. Rock and roll. Yeah, and then it's like. Um, you know, if there's an audience for it, I mean, that we'll just maintain that relationship with the audience out there. It's like, if you're still willing to listen to us, mm. we're just gonna keep doing this. <laughs> Good, yeah. I think that's the base of every podcast itself. It doesn't. I mean, for me personally as well, um, looking at that aspect, I agree with you. As long as there are listenership and listeners as well, I think I can relate that you guys are gonna go on and on and on, right? Until nobody cares, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say or, that. Or until we actually do sell out and then like, yeah, we don't have to appear on anybody else's rinky-ding podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, um, do you guys have any memorable moments in the Last King podcast? I'm sure there's a lot. I am sure there's a lot, but... There's a ton, but I don't know. It, it, can we curse on your show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I wish I had... Is some- this... 
this is PG thirteen, right? Oh god, we have some of the most R rated stuff. <laughs> really, like on the Last King podcast, but like with those episodes, the best, or like, is there any one particular episode that you can think of that is really memorable? Oh god. <laughs> Like the thing is, like whenever you uh, people ask me that kind of question, mm. like the first thing that comes to my mind is like the most filthiest thing we've ever done or said. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I mean, like there's a reason there's an E next to our name on iTunes. We are thoroughly explicit. Oh, <laughs> I'm have... doing my best. I'm struggling right now to not <laughs> go full on. <laughs> no, I know. I completely understand. So none, none at all. Well, I don't know. I mean, there have been a few. I mean, like for me. I mean, I'm not going to speak on behalf of my other co-hosts, mm. but for me, it definitely was. Uh, there was this one anniversary episode where I spoke very frankly. It's like, to me, it was important because I wanted to just do this, not for myself, but mm. for my for my dad who had passed away. Yeah. And I just Sorry wanted to do it. this one personal, like, eulogy for a man who not only raised me, but who was pretty much essential in, how you say... Uh, sculpting my tastes and my uh, uh, my aesthetic sense. Like, I talk a lot about movies and video games and I need to pay respects to the man who introduced movies and video games to me. It was a huge And movie, music huh? and stuff, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, to me, that's my most memorable when I had an opportunity to, like, just say something nice about, you know, my father. And, like, it's, 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 that's one episode that I listen to and just, if I need to f- get the feels... Mm-hmm. Well, that was, but that, that, yeah. I mean, I don't know about the other guys. You should ask them. Mm. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm gonna have them on the show, which mm. is good. All three of you. I'm gonna invite you guys to the studio. <laughs> All three of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you have enough time? Yeah, <laughs> Because yeah. when when we start, we don't stop. <laughs> I'm sure I will. I will make time. <laughs> um, I'm gonna check which episode is that particularly. I think it was our second year anniversary, maybe. I can't remember. It's been so many episodes. I feel yeah, I feel like one of those hip-hop it's guys a- when you ask them, like, oh, remember that song you did? It's like, what song? I, I, I release a hundred songs every week. You guys have a hundred... Wait, I have the numbers here. You guys have like 132 episodes on your podcast, right? Yeah, and each one clocks in between one to two hours. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> If people ask me, so remember episode five when you said that? I was like, I don't. I don't remember because it's just there and then. Yeah, and also especially it's like you have to understand. Once we release the episode, we're in preparation for episode six. Then after that, episode seven. Yeah. And it's like there's moments where we try to refer back to our, like remember that time when we said that thing, and it's like the three of us look at each other like, yeah, I remember. When was that? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking that, of, that, that, sorry, you were saying. Then it becomes a challenge for the fans. Yeah, go back through the entire archive and find that time when we said that. I think I'm sure your fans would actually do that, right? I hope so. Maybe we will. Speaking of favorite memorable moments, what's your favorite current podcast? Right now, mm. Ooh, uh, I have to give it up to the the best podcast to me is still the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, of course, high that five. Is something high I aspire five. to. But it's. Speaking of, just digressing for a bit, speaking of Jorgen, what do you like like about him particularly? Other than the fact that he can just nail the podcast like nobody's business in the way and his interviewing skills are awesome. Yes. Um, I think, okay, to speak on that is like, firstly, the most important thing about the Joe Rogan podcast is that he is extremely willing to speak to anyone about anything. Did you watch the one where he talked, uh, where he spoke to Elon Musk? That was so fascinating I to know. see. 
what are you doing? Suddenly, all my nerd energy is coming out. And I'm like, yeah, that was... I keep on talking about that as well. That was one of my favourites. What do you like about... What do you like about that? I mean, the Elon Musk one is... It's like, even though Elon Musk is... like He's a very strange individual. Like, when you see him speak, you know that his head is processing things at a different speed to what his mouth is like revealing to you. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Elon Musk? Yeah, yeah. man. Anybody who makes flamethrowers for fun, he's my kind of guy. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> you know, anybody who's like only ambition in life is to put people, like put cars in space, that's the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's got amazing, put a car into space money. <laughs> like, but I mean, the thing is like what I like, really inspires me about Joe, mm. especially is that I think, like, for a lot of people, they have this misconception that podcasters like to talk. Mm. But what Joe does and what he does brilliantly is his ability to listen and to hone in on specific things and then to just explore and then to go deep with his guests. Mm. And he always lures them into this sound, like this sense of like comfort where they can reveal the most interesting things. And I think that's, I mean... I don't find myself to be like the interviewer type. I'm more like the conversational type. It's like for the three of us, it's all verbal diarrhea. Mm. We're just talking on top of each other. <laughs> but it's like, there's also a part of me that when I look at something like Joe Rogan, I think to myself, like, I would love to do that where instead of me like talking and telling people things, I want to just listen to another guy who's smarter than me tell me things. Yeah, but he's so badass in a way that I think his I, I usually refer it to a palace of knowledge but I, that guy is brilliant because I think he almost knows everything you think what Joe Rogan? yeah I wouldn't say he knows everything I think that's a lot of mis- a misconception people have about him it's just that the strength of his knowledge is based on the people he surrounds himself with okay, that's actually quite s- true yeah so if you surround yourself with the smartest people in the world, I mean, he has Neil deGrasse Tyson on his show. Mm-mm. And then he'll have shows where it's just him and his buddies, like, you know, talking about MMA. <laughs> and it, there's also like moments like you'll have Elon Musk and then you'll have like other comedians talking to him. And it's just, I would say, if anything, it's like that. What I want is just to always, like what I'm jealous of most of all is his ability to have just amazing conversations daily. Yeah. You know, and that's like, if anything, like he's the guy, you know, and like, you can go through his history and then like, there's like thousands of episodes he's done already. And he was from Fear Factor. Remember that? I remembered him more from stand-up. Like I remember him popping on Fear Factor, mm. but I was a fan of his stand-up. And Same, like, here. Same here. Then he did the MMA thing. So mm. I was like, sure. <laughs> but his stand-ups are awesome, man. Oh, you saw the last one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. I did Stranger Times. Oh God. It I was awesome. <laughs> I can't say you, but yeah, I think, but that's the thing, uh, digressing a bit more, I think stand-up comedians are smart as well because, I don't know, I'm always, personally, I'm always fascinated by stand-up comedians. Mm. I mean, it's like, like for the three of us, we always try to kind of have that kind of stand-up comedian kind of uh, skill where it's like, you, you're prepared. There's things you want to say in your head and it's just about timing and like finding your moment to say it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if anything, what, what, what the three of us on the show really aspire to do is to make each other laugh. Mm-hmm. You guys are quick on your, like, you guys are quick with it. Like, you're always on your feet <laughs> thinking from what I realized from the, from listening to your podcast. Which yeah, is, which well, is good. you know. 
<laughs> then you meet us in real life and we're actually very boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, but how should I put this? Like, um, have you ever gone through, like, since you always do podcast on a weekly correct me if I'm wrong but weekly basis has it ever been a time where you just want to sit quietly and not do anything and just not oh, talk happens all the time as much as we try to convince people that we're weekly there are gaps you can see where we like eh we're not in the mood yeah no, <laughs> or like life gets in the way because we all three have like our full time jobs and stuff yeah I can completely relate. Um, going back to the Lasking podcast, do you have any advice on uh, hacks or maintaining the lifespan of your podcast? Like consistency or is it, you know, comedic value or is it marketing? Mm, when it comes to hacks, like marketing now, we, we don't market ourselves in any way. We mm. just try to stay as genuine as possible. Like we understand what our brand is, but we also, I think what's important, especially when you have a show with like two other guys. Yeah is that as long as you still enjoy the company of those you keep, that's enough to keep me driven. And also the fact that there's so much content out there we haven't even tackled yet. Mm. So for us, it's like, as long as there's an opportunity for us to just get nerdy and just totally analyze and overanalyze things, it's like that's what drives us. Interesting. I have a... Um I told you this beforehand. I let's do the this or that game. Are we gonna play a game? Yes. Sure. Do you have I... a jingle? Is there some music that's gonna introduce this segment? <laughs> I don't. This or that. I can't. That's the only thing that I can do. Commercial voice. Let me voice. try. It. Let me try. It. Okay. Okay. Uh, what was this called? Uh, this or that. Now everybody, listen to this or that. <laughs> You're actually quite good at it. Voice modulation. Very good. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. I have a podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, so, since you since the last game podcast is about movies, this is going to be hard for you personally coming... Uh, oh God, I'm the registered movie nerd on the show. <laughs> so you have a bit quick. I'm going to give you five seconds to think about it. It's either five yes... Five seconds? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. What's the premise? Okay, what's how do you play this game again? Uh, it's in a this What's or on that? the line? And do I win a car at the end? No, you don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, COE is very expensive. Hard to give away cars in Singapore. <laughs> COE prices, yeah. Um, okay, Quentin Tarantino or Guillermo del Toro? Uh, I pronounced that badly. Del Toro? Mm. So wait, what, you want me to do a FMK or what? No, choose which one. Quint- to die or to be friends with? No. <laughs> Just, you, you have to choose either one. Quentin Tarantino or Guillermo del Toro? Tarantino. I was about to ask why. Um, we'll go. We'll get into that later. Marvel or DC? Marvel. I'm gonna ask that why again. Um, friends or how I met your mother? Friends. Okay, for the first question, let me just go into that. Why Quentin Tarantino? Del Toro is quite good as well. Del Toro is quite good, but I would say Tarantino has a very. I would say, like in terms of filmmakers, he's the closest thing to this generation, Stanley Kubrick. Like he does whatever I he love wants. Stanley yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, and the thing is, like when you compare to other directors, mm. like the the god tier is like guys like Kubrick, where it's like all of his movies, like some may miss the mark, but the thing is, they're so exceptional, and it's the truest vision of an artist. True. Yeah, and it's like, it's like so sad. Like, the thing is, we're doing a movie review every week, and it is like all this garbage we have to watch mm, and talk about. And then every once in a while, like a Tarantino movie comes up, and we're like, yes! Have you, did you guys do a review on Once Upon a Time? Have you guys watched it? 
Yes, we have, and an episode will be coming out very soon. <laughs> mm, I can I can I can wait because I love I love personally I love Tarantino as well. Yeah, he's my guy. He, Kevin Smith. Uh, I mean, like that whole '90s Brad Pack new director yep. movement. Like, I was really in love with like films and filmmaking of that era. I mean, like, pff, like Kubrick to me is my guy. I and know. Then, like, I, I can talk about other directors. I really love Fellini. I really love uh, this uh, Cassavetes. Mm. Wait, I learned something new. I have to check them out. Uh, you, you should, yes. Italian neorealism from the 50s, mm. post-war Italian films are like, those to me are like my favorite things to watch. Your stuff, man. Next question, Marvel or DC? Why do you choose Marvel? Because they really shit every year that we have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> They, so it's an obligation keep, instead of a it's choice. It's an obligation and it's also a smart SEO because when a Marvel movie drops, you talk about it, we have business. <laughs> That's actually a really smart move. I would have to give it's, that to you. It is the most sarcastic answer I'll give you. Like, I'm a Batman guy. Oh, <laughs> I, I love, love Spider-Man. DC. I, That's yeah. why I asked you that question. Yeah, it's like, the thing is, um, you know what? Uh, DC films, amazing. Some of them. But then Marvel... Keeps us occupied. <laughs> True. Like, I understand why. You know, when you have like two or three Marvel movies a year, like, yeah, we have episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Wait, why friends? Next question. I'm an old man. <laughs> what do you mean old? Like, how I met your mother and friends came... No, they didn't. Was it how people... I met your mother after friends? Way after friends. Like, I watched friends when I was in secondary school and that was back in the 90s. It was basically the era was Friends and Seinfeld. Those were the two, sh- like yeah, the yeah, two shows. Right. Yeah, were, yeah, that's true. But how I Met Your Mother was like way after I finished national service. So yeah, it's definitely. I mean, uh, How I Met Your Mother is basically Friends for the next generation. Yeah, I'm. It's the. I don't know. I mean, like I've got nothing against that show. I mean, I watched a few episodes and I like it, but it feels so derivative to me. <gasps> how could you? I'm a How I, I Met can. Your Mother fan. <laughs> You know, I, I tried watching Friends if, since we're talking about series I tried watching Friends mm-hmm. it's office oh time, my god yeah. all the all the Friends fans are going to be like how could you say that but uh, I'm a How I Met Your Mother person sorry no it's okay I mean everybody's entitled to their opinion you're still going to judge me after this anyway. I'm not going to judge anybody <laughs> um, so do you have any questions that you would want to ask um, the next guest on the our next show. Guess? Yeah. Any questions that you guess? want to, um we don't know yet. But is there any questions that you want to pose? Like probably something that's got to do with the podcasting scene here in Singapore or in Asia or just a movie question to them. Well, if we're gonna talk about the next guest and I'm staying in character. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask the next guest, why do you even bother? The last king exists, you have no chance. <laughs> Stop what you're doing. Stop wasting time. Just give your audience to us. Okay, we'll we'll handle it from here. <laughs> okay, granted, granted. Um, so last one. Where can the listeners find you? I'm in hopes that this will actually raise the numbers for the last. Not that you guys need it, but of course we do. We're so humble <laughs> <laughs> to raise the numbers for the last King podcast. Where can they find you? Everywhere. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us anywhere where you get podcasts. Just search The Last King and that's us. Okay, that sounds good. Where can they find you? Me? On Instagram? I'm out there in the ether. <laughs> <laughs> after, after we end this episode, I'm going to disappear back into the shadows where I came from. 
Shafiq, thank you so much for coming on the show. I have enjoyed your company. Um, is there anything that you would want to say to the listeners? Uh, please listen to the Last King podcast and please also uh, check out She Does Work here on the podcast show. Uh, she's doing the Lord's work and, you know, we should all just support each other. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. That was the podcast show powered by Pitch Media Asia. The podcast show is where we feature the journeys of the best and upcoming podcast hosts here in Asia. If you want to be a part of that journey, tune in to soundcloud.com slash the podcast show Asia, or you can contact me on LinkedIn to be on the show. My name is Shida Osman.